0: Welcome to the whole B. Mark Radio station Listen, share, follow Be part of the journey Listen to things from Cryptozoology, UFO Comedy Music, interviews Freddy the Free Car Show and much much more Enjoy the show When he woke In the woods in the dark a cold and a night, he reached out to touch the children sleeping beside him. Nights dark beyond darkness, and the days much gray, each one then had gone before, like the onset of some cold lokima deeming away the world. His hand rose and fell softly with each precious breath. He pushed away the plastic topalling and raised himself in stinking robes and blankets, looked towards the east for any light, but there was none. In a dream from which he would woken, he'd wakened, he had wandered in the cave where the children, child led him by the hand, a light playing over the wet flag-flowstone walls, like pilgrims and fables swallowed up, a loss among the inland parts of some tre- granite beast, deep blue, deep stone flues, where the waters dripped and sang, toiling in silence, the minutes of the earth, the hours, the days of it, the years without cease, until they stood a great stone room, where lay a black and ancient lake on the far light shore, shore. So sure, a creature that had raised its dripping mouth from the rimstone pool and stared to the light and eyes dead white and sightless as eggs of spiders it swung its head low over the water as if to take the scent of what it could not see crouching there pale and naked and translucent in a of bones cast up in the shadow of the rocks behind it bells its beating heart a brain that pulsed the dull glass bell it swung its head from side to side and gave it a low moan and turned and lurched away a looped soundlessly to the dark with the grey light he rose and left the boy sleeping only and walked out to this road squatted and squatted and studied his country to the east, to the south barren, silent, godless thought the month was October he wasn't sure he hadn't kept the calendar for years in moving south there'd be no surviving another winter here. Well it was light enough to come up to see, enough to use a binoculars he glanced the the floody below everything pelling away into the murk, the soft ash blowing in loose wells over the black top. He studied what he could see segments of the road down there among the dead trees, looking for something of colour any moment, any movement or traces, any traces of staining smoke. He lowered the glasses and looked down, a cotton mask from his face and he wiped his nose on the back of his wrist and glassed the country again. Then he just sat there, Holding the monoculars and watching the action, daylight congeal over the land. He knew only that the child was in the Warren. He said, "If he, if he is not uh, not the word of God. God, God, never spoke." When he got back, the boy was still asleep. He pulled a blue plastic tub off of him and folded it and carried it out to the grocery cart and packed it and came back with uh, plates and some cornmeal cakes a plastic bag and plastic bottle of syrup he he spread the small tarp he used for the table on the ground and laid everything out he took the parcel out from his belt and laid it on the cloth and then he just sat watching the boy sleep he pulled away his mask in the night it was buried somewhere in the blankets he watched the boy and looked out through the trees towards the load. This is not a safe place. It'll be seen from the road now. It's dry day. The boy turned in the blankets. Then he opened his eyes. Where, Papa? He said. Right here. I know. And an hour later, they were on the road. He pushed the cart. Both he and the boy carried net stacks. In the net were essential things. In case he had to abandon the cart and make a run for it. Clamped to the hand on the cart was a chrome mirror to circle mirror. He used to watch the road behind him. He shuffled the pack higher on his shoulders looked out over the wasted country. The road was empty, below in a little valley, still grey serpentine of the river, motionless and precise, along the shore the a burden of dead reeds. Are you okay? he said, the boy nodded, and they sat along the black top in a pale gum metal light, shuffling for the ash, each the others rolled entire. They crossed the river by an old concrete bridge, a few miles they came down upon roadside gas station. We stood in on the road and studied it. I think we should check it out, the man said. Take a look. The weeds are f- folded, folded down to dust against them. They crossed the broken asphalt apron and upon found the tank of the pumps. Cap was gone. Man dropped his elbows to smell the pipe. The old gas was only rumor, fate, and sale. He stood and looked over the building. The pumps standing, but their hoses oddly still in place. Window intact. The doors of the service bay was open. He went in. a Standing metal box, toolbox box against one wall. He went through the drawers. But there's nothing he could use. Good half-inch and socket, drive sockets and ratchet. He looked. Stood looking around the garage, a metal barrel f- full of trash. He went inside the office, dust and ash everywhere. The boy stood in the door, a metal desk, cash register, some old old multiview manual, swollen, sodden, and then a he was stained and curling with leaky roof. He crossed to the path and stood there. He picked up the phone and dialed the number of his father's house. That long ago, a boy watched him. What are you doing? He said. I called them mile down the road, he stopped and looked back.'re not thinking he said, I have to go back he pushed the cart road and tilted it over. They could not be seen and they left their packs, went back to the station. In the surface bay he dragged out the steel fresh drum and tipped it out over and poured out all the cork plastic oil bottles. Then they sat in the floor, de- 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 decanting them in their dregs one by one, leaving the bottles to stand upside down the pan while at the end they almost half a quart of the oil. Screwed down the plastic cap and wiped the bottle off a rag. And hefted it in his hand. Oh was little stuck like something like the like the, the long grey dust. The long grey dust. You can read me a story, the boy said. Can't you, pa? <speaking> Because he said, I can. Far side of river valley, road pass through a stark black burn, charred and limbless trunks of trees stretching away on every side, ash moving over the road and the sagging hands of blind wire, stung from the blackened light poles, whining filling the wind, a burned house in the clearing and beyond. At the reach of meadowlands, stark and grey, and a few red mud banks where whale rocks were lay abandoned, far them along with these billboards, working advertising models, hotels, everything at once had been, saved, faded, and withered. Atop the top of the hill, they stood a moment, cold on the wind, getting in their breath. He looked at the boy. And, all, all, all right, he said. He said. All right, the boy said. Man puts his hand on his shoulder, nodding towards an open country.